0: My duty to your worship remembered. I heartily thank you for speaking for me to the Magistrate. Marvel not, I pray you, good master, that I chose sudden flight above your protection. I dared not trust Constable Pett. The man is known for a double-tongued ruffian, as runs with the hare as well as the hounds. He will not seek out the murderous villains who killed Master Johannes' man. I am the only one as can do that. I have seen them. "'By Mary and all the saints, I mean to find them. "'When I do, I will come back. "'Until then, I beg that you will not try to find me. "'Your worship's assured servant, Bart Miller.' "'I threw the note down on the table and leaned back in my chair. Jesu, "'Where was that husband of yours when the good Lord handed out brains?' Lizzie pouted. "'What else can he do?' "'We've discussed the matter ours with our end. "'This is the only way he can stay safe.' "'The way he can stay safe? "'And what of you and the children? "'Do you think the villains will not come a-visiting "'when they learn that Bart is on their trail?' "'She tossed her head in defiance, sudden colour in her cheeks. "'We can shift for ourselves.' "'That you cannot!' I thumped the table. "'Mother of God!' I thought you had enough wit for both of you. Now I see you're as adult-pated as Bart. A woman must stand by her husband, she said stubbornly, even at the cost of her infant's lives. Think for a moment, Lizzie. These men Bart has got tangled with are vicious murderers, probably well-paid experts sent to take or kill Master Johannes. God in heaven. Heaven knows what that poor artist has done to warrant it, but, sure as hellfires for sinners, someone means him harm and will do anything to lay hands on him. When word's out that Bart is at liberty and going about asking questions, where will be the first place they come?' Lizzie was sullenly silent for several moments. From beyond the casement there came the sound of Paul's clock striking ten. "'I'm trying to find Master Johannes,' I said. "'That must be the best way to identify his enemies, but will take me some time. "'Meanwhile, we must make sure that you and the children are safe.' She glanced up, scowling. "'And why should you take that on yourself?' "'I'm sorry you ask that question. I'll pretend I didn't hear it.' I stood abruptly. "'Wait here. There's someone I want you to meet.' I hurried from the room. When I returned, minutes later, Lizzie was standing at the window looking out into West Cheap. The pestilence is getting worse, she said. Two hours in our street are shut up now by order of the council. All the more reason not to stay. Come to Kent with us. She shook her head firmly. I must be where Bart can find me when he needs me. But there's no need for Annie and Jack to be exposed. She turned suddenly, anger and frustration in her voice. ''Thomas, do you suppose I haven't thought of that?'' ''What am I to do?'' There was a soft knock at the door. I opened it and ushered in Addie, accompanied by her two young charges. They were remarkably different. Carl, who I supposed to be about seven, was dark-haired, already tall, and constantly looking around him with inquiring eyes. "'Henry, younger by some two years, was squat, with reddish hair, and seemed less self-assured. "'He was clinging tightly to his nurse's apron. "'Thank you for coming down, Addie. I want you to meet someone.' "'I made the introductions, and now I'm going to leave you to get to know each other.' "'I went out into the yard to check that Golding was no worse for his little adventure.' I hoped that in my absence what in women passes for reason might prevail. When I returned some half an hour later, I saw that Lizzie's children had joined the party. Even my own eight-year-old Raphael, known to everyone as Raffi, had come to cast an appraising eye over our visitors. The boys seemed to be playing some form of hide-and-go-seek with Annie, and Addie was cradling the baby. They're enjoying themselves, I said, pointing to the older children. I hoped they were forming a bridge between the women.